0: computer slow. What is up, everybody? You are now listening to another episode of The Elite. We back again, Ty. We back again, brother. How you doing, be man? Back. Man, I'm good, bro. I'm back again. I'm glad to be back. The people need to hear what we got to say. Always, man. Uh, this episode, we're going to be focusing on this upcoming week. Granted, Green Bay's already played, so we're not going to really focus on that game because that ass whooping he handed out was ridiculous, man. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is Batman. That's all we're gonna say and leave it at that. This week coming up, what games you got starred on your list? Because I got the list of games here. What games are you focused on most going into Week Nine? Ty? I'm, uh, I'm focused on if
1: the Patriots can uh, can rebound. Because, I mean, a lot of people are are saying that the season is over for them, which it very well could be. But when you look at the standards, they're two games out. So they really need a win this week. So, yeah, I'm really looking for that's, – that's probably my one of my biggest games. And then uh, the next one will be that Sunday night game, that uh, Saints and, and Bucks game is going to be crazy. I'm definitely going to be tuned in for that because B's oh, yeah. coming back. And you got Tom Brady versus Drew Brees, number two. So we all, the
0: nation, going to be t- tuned into that one. Highly tuned in. Highly tuned in. Just like you, I got uh, New Orleans and Tampa Bay, which we'll get into a little bit later in the show. Uh, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, like you said, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Antonio Brown's back. There's a possibility of Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders being back as well. Oh, I like it. Let me... Get your popcorn ready. Yeah, get Let's your popcorn with it. ready with extra yeah, butter. Another game I got circled for this upcoming week. Actually, is uh, it's two of them: Baltimore and Indianapolis. Ooh, Baltimore, and then, of course, yeah. coming off that loss. Indy still trying to find themselves offensively. So those are that's a, that's going to be a good game to see. And then uh, Chicago and Tennessee. A lot mm-hmm. of people are counting Chicago out. I don't think you can count them out just yet just because of their defense alone. Mm-hmm. If, they don't get, if they don't do something with that O-line, Nick Foles ain't going to be able to help you. And that defense <laughs> is going to get too tired to stop somebody. And y'all are going to lose the lead late. So Matt Nagy, whatever you got to do, whatever schemes you got to draw up to get Nick Foles to get the ball out of his hand a lot quicker, which is going to be a little bit more difficult losing Allen Robinson this past week. But no excuses. Next man up. Get the job done. Yeah, that's that's definitely
1: gonna be an interesting game. Um, that that Baltimore Indianapolis game it should be good. It's two five and two teams, but Balta- I would give Baltimore the edge because they I know they're mad they lost to Pittsburgh at home. I'm mad. They want to take it out on somebody. So if Indianapolis don't come right, then yeah, they they gonna get the, the you know what beat. So yeah, I'm definitely definitely tuned into that game as well.
0: I I want to pick Baltimore. But if because like you, like you said in the previous episode, Indianapolis does have a solid defense. So it's something to be respected. And if, they're, if they find a way to shut down the run game in any way, shape or form, because we lost two linemen in that Pittsburgh game. So thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> we appreciate that greatly. Uh, we lost two linemen. So I got to see how that running game is going to be affected because one of them was Ronnie Stanley. Ooh, that's yeah, a big, it's a big one. He just got that extension. Hit. Mm-hmm. Right out of the extension, so yeah, we'll see how the running game looks. If if the running game gets slowed down just a touch, and we have to revert to Lamar, we're going to be in some trouble. And as far as Indianapolis goes going against Baltimore, our defense, Baltimore's defense is top tier in the league, hands down.
1: Yeah. So, Phillip Rivers should be worried. That's That's my key. And they don't really have, I mean, they don't really have a running game like that, so you know, you stop the running game and put the ball in Phillip Rivers' hands, and that Ravens secondary is—they is, can—they can—they uh,
0: with the smoke. So it's—it's it's gonna be an interesting game, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. I—I I wouldn't. I would. I'm gonna be mad if Baltimore loses, but at the same time, being an honest fan that I am, I would not be shocked if we took an L. But it, like I said, I want to see how our O line is gonna hold up without Ronnie Stanley in the running game. Uh, I want. I want to also see how the morale of the team is going to be, because that's a big loss losing to Pittsburgh. That's your division rival, two best teams in the division at home. At home, like, and then that that's going to affect us in playoff seeding down the road too. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Uh, let's see. And that was a drawn out physical game too, so everybody's going to be worn down just a touch. Cool. So we'll we'll see. I got my fingers crossed. Hopefully we <laughs> can pull it out. Lamar stop throwing picks, man. She got it. to. Got to. Let's let's dive into this New Orleans and Tampa Bay Tampa Bay game a little bit more. True. Who would you say the pressure is more on to get the dub? Breeze or Brady? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Brady.
1: Cause uh they've been playing well uh lately. Um and this is the second time we play him, so this is kind of like a, a marker, like how how much better have you gotten since the first game of the season? So I'm definitely going to have to go with Brady on this one. You know, let's see if they can come out and play well. You got AB coming back. Um, you got all these weapons. I don't, I don't know if Chris Godwin's playing, but you got all these weapons on the outside and stuff. The defense playing well. So come on, give me a dub on Sunday night, Tom. Let's go. So yeah, the pressure for me is definitely more on Tom.
0: I can I can definitely see where you're coming from in that aspect. Tom definitely they've definitely gotten better as we since that first game. But with the amount of weapons Tom has at his disposal which takes pressure off of him in my opinion and then his coaching staff they they're doing a great job. The defense shows up like they're supposed to. That takes more even more pressure off of Brady. Um, so, with that being said, obviously, I, I think the pressure is more so on Brees and Saints. Just for the simple fact of y'all have struggled, they have struggled to win games the majority part of the season. Like, they, and Drew Brees hasn't looked that great. His age is definitely showing. Like, he doesn't have the same zip on the ball. Oh, not nearly. Yeah, he's missing, he's missing open receivers. There was a play this past game in, against Chicago where Jared Cook was open in the flat, and Breeze completely missed him. I'm screaming at the TV, like, I'm playing quarterback, like, yo, son, how, how you missed him? That was an easy touchdown. <laughs> he would have threw it to him, but they ran the same play again, and he didn't miss him. So, I, and then on top of that, Drew also has to prove that, it's, that he's kind of like Tom Brady. Like, you, you can't count me out just because I'm old. He has to prove that still. And with that offense and Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders getting back, coming back, like he he definitely has to show up and deliver strikes like he's supposed to. Because there, there's a statistic out there that he hasn't thrown. He has the lowest amount of air yards per attempt in the league and in his career as of this year.
1: Yeah, like you said, uh, the, vo- the velocity is definitely not there. You know, the zip's not there. And personally, I think this, this probably is like Drew's last year. Like, definitely, if he don't get this chip, like, yeah, he out. And even if he did, somehow got the chip, he's
0: still out. So yeah. it's probably the last year for him. I want Drew Reed to win the Super Bowl, but that seems like a far stretch idea. Their, their defense has been okay, but their offense, outside of Kamara and uh, yeah, he's Michael carried. Thomas. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Alvin Kamara. My bad, fam. <laughs> I completely forgot about you that's a that's another weapon he has on offense but none nonetheless it the pressure definitely on breeze coming this game because you could clearly see tom brady and them got better as i mentioned earlier can't say the same for the saints at all they've been even with michael thomas out they've been winning games but they kind of hectic like they should have in my opinion i think they should have blew chicago out in my opinion especially since they don't have an old line and their defense was able to get them off the field. But we'll see. We'll see how that defense holds up against Tom Brady and that arsenal of weapons he's got down there. We will see you, sir. Now, we're going to get into your Steelers real quick. Whew. Pittsburgh at Dallas. I'm going to say this now. If y'all lose... By some miracle, I know there ain't no way y'all are going to lose, but by some miracle, if y'all lose, expect a phone call from me immediately. When the <laughs> hit zero. Answer immediately. As soon as that fourth quarter hits zero, <laughs> I'm calling you. I, I'm trying to see what's up. Uh, I do anticipate y'all winning this game, though. Uh, Dallas, their defense, beyond, below subpar. Uh, the Pittsburgh, I uh, I will say this, if Dallas is somehow by some miracle able to get a running game, y'all will be in trouble. Evidence of that was shown this past weekend with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. So, what do you what do you think is a big key point for your Steelers to focus on to get the dub this weekend?
1: Um, I I think it's uh it's going to be Zeke, you know, cuz he's really their only weapon. I mean, Amari is Amari and CeeDee Lamb are weapons, but you look at the quarterback position for Dallas, and can he get them the ball with consistency? I don't, I don't know. The, the Steelers secondary has been suspect, but those have been with better quarterbacks. So we'll see. We have to get pressure on the quarterback. If we get pressure on 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 the quarterback, oh, it's, it's going to be an easy day for for the Steelers defense. So that's the key for me. I expect us to win by at least two touchdowns, and if we don't, I'll be, I'll definitely be upset. But that's a game you have to win. And to me, you have to win big because if you don't, you look at that Dallas team, like, man, you, you can't. Like, we have to do what Green Bay just did to San Francisco, in my opinion, something like that. It don't got to be 31-6, to whatever it was. But, you know, 28-10, 20, something like that, 28-13, something like that.
0: Secure the bag so, early is what you say. Yeah, secured. we, we got to take care of business early. Hey. Big early because, uh, well, even if y'all don't take care of business early, y'all y'all can get it going in the second half and against that Dallas defense. Come on now. Baker Mayfield was able to tear them up. Like, it's like I just don't want to see a struggling against that sorry defense, man. That, w- that wouldn't be a good sign. No, not at all. That would be an absolute terrible sign. That again, next game on the docket. Denver at Atlanta. Oof. We all know Atlanta struggles this year. My personal take on it, it's time to blow Atlanta up, blow the team up. Outside of Julio Jones, I say you move off of Matt Ryan. You wait to see how Todd Gurley does this year. I forgot what his uh, contract was. I think it was like a one to, at most, I think it was like a three-year contract. Let Todd Gurley play out his contract. Calvin Ridley, you try to keep him. And that defense is just, just find something to do with that defense. And if you're going to get rid of Matt Ryan, make sure you get a good, a good rounder for him. Like, cause he's still a solid quarterback, but he hasn't been playing the same since that Super Bowl choke, beyond choke job they did against New England. So Denver at Atlanta. Which, what's, what's your biggest take? Takeaways going into this game. Um, mine would mine is. Probably uh Denver
1: and Drew Locke, because they've had a quarterback problem for a while. They just need some consistency at the position. Like, Drew Locke, he has a big arm. He misses some throws, but they, they just need this man to be consistent. You you got—you're getting some weapons now in Denver. I mean, you got Melvin Gordon back there. You got Philip Lindsay back there. When he's healthy, I don't know he's going to be healthy for the game, but— then on the outside, you, you don't have Courtland Sutton right now, but he's he's a weapon. You got the rookie Jerry Juder, Jerry Judy, which is a he's a route master from Alabama. You got the tight end Noah Noah Fant. You got Tim Patrick. You got a few you got a few weapons. So I just want to see, especially against this Atlanta defense, which is highly suspect. I need to see some consistency from Drew lock to this weekend. So that's what I'm really gonna be looking for from that game.
0: Definitely, some consistency from Drew Locke would be nice. He showed a little bit of consistency last week with the win over Chargers, but again, that was against another uh, young quarterback in Justin Herbert. So we'll we'll see how they we'll see how Drew Lock performs. I got faith in him. Uh, if he shows consistency, Denver might have found their starting quarterback for years to come and can start their rebuild process officially. Oh, no, definitely of relying on older quarterbacks like Peyton Manning and El Fluco. And yeah, Joe Flacco, man. <laughs> he had to get the hell out of Baltimore. I was sick of him. <laughs> I was just sick of him. He got us to a Super Bowl though, so I give him credit with credit is due. Yes, sir. Next one on the dock: Houston at Jacksonville. Two trash teams, man. Oh man, <laughs> Two trash teams. One team we did not anticipate being this bad though in Houston, even without DeAndre Hopkins. You're not They're going baseball. in the game one and six. Whew. What do they need to do to get this win? Just for a morale boost. What do they need to do to get this win time?
1: Score a lot of points because the defense is not good at all. <laughs> um and I mean they Deshaun Watson has shown that he can do it. You saw that game against Tennessee. They lost, but they put up some points. Right. So they just gonna have to outscore Jacksonville. Deshaun Watson just gonna be like, man, bump the defense. Every time I come out here, I just gotta score, I guess. I gotta find a way. I'm just running for my life every play because of the offensive line. I just gotta find a way. So that's what I'm looking for. It's all it's gonna be the it's gonna have to be the D Watch show for them to win.
0: Uh, the Jaguars are absolute garbage. I'm not even gonna speak on them anymore outside of that. Uh Houston, I definitely think Deshaun Watson just needs to show up at this point. Uh, he's just going to get a participation award because Houston's not going anywhere this season. They're clearly in a rebuilding state. They fired Bill O'Brien already this season, which I think he should have been fired after the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Like, immediately, I would have picked up the phone, like, get out. <laughs> like, get out. Just get your stuff, get out. You don't trade DeAndre Hopkins. But nonetheless, I mean, he still has Will Fuller there. Brandon Cooks is there still. So he still has weapons, just not to the caliber of DeAndre Hopkins. Like you said, I agree. It's just going to have to be the Deshaun Watson show. And hopefully they can come out with a dub because he's a great player. And I hate to see Deshaun Watson's talent wasted in. Yeah. Wasted. If I'm Deshaun Watson, if they don't get it together in the next few years, I'm a, I'm a text JJ Watt and be like, yo son, you trying to go to Chicago with me? Yeah. You can't be wasting somebody prime like this, man. Uh Oh, That's a sad sight to see. Detroit at Minnesota. It's a divisional rivalry. Minnesota isn't really vying for a playoff spot, but mathematically speaking with the extra team in, well, this is the NFC, and the whole NFC West is going to the playoffs at this point. <laughs> but out of, this, out of these two teams, who, who needs to win more, and what do both teams need to do to win? Detroit and uh Minnesota. Uh, I probably lean more to
1: Minnesota because I think they're better positioned to make a run, uh go on a winning streak than Detroit, just because they have better players. Um, and Kirk Cousins, you just gotta don't turn over the ball and get it to your weapons. Like you got two good ones on the outside. You got a safety blanket in Kyle Rudolph, and you got an all-pro running back. Like give the ball to Dalvin Cook. Throw it to Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Don't turn the ball over, make the decisions, and this game should be theirs. The defense is good enough to to hold Detroit, you know, Detroit won't score a billion points. So I, I, I'm really looking for Minnesota in this game to just calm down and, you know, get
0: this win. Definitely. I I'm definitely leaning towards Minnesota against for this, but I'm not I don't have much faith in them just because of how they've been playing this year like that one against the packers they're not going to do that twice for one they're they're, 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 they couldn't do they're not going to be able to do that twice and then detroit detroit has detroit has weapons that could take the top off of minnesota's defense like kenny galladay so if matthew stafford can get the ball to kenny galladay and not turn it over Pretty much the same instance with uh, Kirk Cousins. If he can get the ball to his big-time receiver, not to turn the ball over and just keep the ball out of Dalvin Cook's hands is what the defense needs to do. he gets the ball, stop it. Just do not let Dalvin Cook go off. Detroit, if you let Dalvin Cook go off, you're taking that L, fam. Uh, 100%. (laughs) That's the key. Major key. Major key. that, That hopefully... So hopefully Detroit will pull the win out. Like they—they've done good this year so far. I think they're what three, what, three and five, three and five now. So Minnesota to what two, two and four, two and five somewhere in there. So
1: we'll see it. We disagree yeah. on that one, but we'll see. We'll see uh, who had the prediction
0: right on that on Sunday. Next game. It's the NFC least again. Sorry, it's, this is just what's on the schedule, brother. I know you don't want to <laughs> get into it too much. <laughs> This New York Giants at, at the Washington football team. Man, I hope no you know, I wouldn't want my
1: worst enemy to watch this football game, but <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> but uh and I'm sorry if you're watching Evan, but man, this this it's just it's just gonna I'm looking for Daniel Jones, you know, just just to play. Don't don't turn the ball over, man. Just try to try to Get enough points to to escape. Cause I think last time um this game was really close because they already played one time. So and for Washington, Kyle, Kyle Allen, he has to get it to uh Logan Thomas has been really good um in a couple weeks. And uh Scary Terry as well, Ohio State alumni. So <laughs> this is this is basically gonna be who can get it to their to their weapons and who can make the least mistakes out of Kyle Allen
0: and Daniel Jones? But yeah, I I hope no one watches this game. But yeah, sadly, they're gonna air it on some TVs. But they're probably <laughs> watching something else. They'll probably binge a show or something. Facts. Yeah. going into this game, um, I'm I'm taking the Giants to win it, even though Washington's deep line is something serious and cannot yeah, be slept really on. Weird. Um, without Saquon Barkley, I don't. It's all on the like you said. It's all on Daniel Jones' shoulder. He just can't turn the ball over, like he and he's got to make better decision decisions with the ball. And if he breaks out on an 80 yard run, he can't fall on his face. Oh <laughs> man, that's <laughs>
1: tough. That's really tough. He's going too fast. Too fast. <laughs> too record,
0: I'm I'm taking Washington. By the way, on this oh, one, I'm taking, I'm taking Washington. Uh, I'm I'm taking the Giants. They're they're a better team. Okay, flat out. I don't have faith in Kyle Allen. Um, He's got weapons, but even in Carolina, he, I didn't have much faith in him. And he's got the same coach and arguably a little bit better receiving core outside of uh, DJ Moore in Carolina. So We'll see. Um, I got Giants by at least a touchdown in that one. Next mm-hmm. one up on the docket. We got Chicago at Tennessee. Ooh, yeah, Man. that's going to be a good
1: one. Tennessee on a two-game losing streak. They need to figure it out. Chicago also needs to figure something out, so something got to give here. I'm going to go with Derrick Henry and the, the Titans, though. I think Derrick Henry's going to rush for over 100 again, get a also, score. On Khalil Mack in that defense? On on the Bears. You heard it here first
0: when it happens. He going to rush for over 100. With... Danny Trevathan and the boys, and you, you're just gonna say Derrick Henry gonna run for a hundred. I mean, for hundred, for more than a hundred.
1: I think a bulk of it's gonna come in the second half, like he's a second half rusher. But yeah, I got I got Tennessee by 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 ten. I got Tennessee by ten.
0: Tennessee by ten. Um, as much as I I, I want to brag about the Bears defense, I'm actually gonna go with Tennessee on this one too, just for the simple fact that Derrick Henry, and if Ryan Tannehill is able to get comfortable and deliver the ball and get good passes in, and it keeps the defense on their heels by getting the ball to A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, and even Derrick Henry out of the backfield. That play action is going to be something serious, which they have used against top-tier D-lines like Chicago before, and it's worked effectively. Uh, so, well, I mean, we're in agreement on this one, but we're, we're in agreement. I got Tennessee, but I, not by 10. That defense is, the Chicago's defense is still going to show up. So give them some respect. I right. <laughs> got them by at least three points. I didn't, I didn't say how many points they were going to score. I'm just saying they're going to score 10 more points than than Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tennessee's going to win at least by three. Okay. Okay. Oh, for Carolina at Kansas City. Yeah, I think we're in agreement
1: on this one. <laughs> do, do we even I think play? Christian McCaffrey's coming back. But even still, like, yeah. you, you just, McCaffrey. you're not stopping Pat yeah. <laughs> I was
0: about to say, Christian McCaffrey don't play defense, though. <laughs> exactly.
1: So, <laughs> unless they can somehow make this a shootout with McCaffrey scoring and stuff. But other than that, no, I got Kansas City by at least a touchdown. I say at least three touchdowns. Dang,
0: you got it. Like, okay, it's going to be like that Jets game last week, then. Yeah. Uh, You know what, I I rescind that one, and this is the one that's going on wax. Kansas City by at least, i say at least 10 points, by at least 10. I'm going to put some respect on Carolina's name. Yeah, that's respectable, that's respectable. Kansas City just basically had to do what they keep doing to get this one. Carolina, dad, key, y'all Carolina fans, all I'm going to say is, y'all playing Kansas City, just pray. That's all you can do at this point. Just pray. Just pray. That's tough. <laughs> I mean, you playing Pat Mahomes. Like, this man is doing Madden level stuff in real yeah, life. You... It makes no sense. Facts. No, I agree. Yeah, he's just a cheat code. He can't really say much more than that. If if Madden 04 Vic was in real life, this it would be Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> minus the rushing ability. Yeah, I'm about to say. That's crazy. We touched on it earlier a little bit. We got Baltimore, Indianapolis. We can, I'm taking Baltimore, but not by much. I say Baltimore no more than a field goal. No more than yeah. a field goal. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm leaning toward Baltimore. I think they get a bounce back victory. I got them by, by a touchdown, but um, Omari definitely going to have to play better. But that's going to oh, be the absolutely. key. If he play better,
0: then I got them squeaking out the win. Yeah. Gotta, I'm just worried about that offensive line, though, man. Without Ronnie Stanley, we we to we really don't see what that running game is about now. We are. So, we'll see. Next, Las Vegas at the chart at the Los Angeles Chargers. Man. Mm. Well, I,
1: I'm I'm honestly picking Las Vegas because the Chargers find ways to lose every week. You know they they probably have the most close losses in in the league. So I'm gonna say Las Vegas finds their the boys and John Gruden hundred million dollar coach finds a way to to beat the Chargers even with that man Justin Herbert looking he looking good. I he he looked way better this year than he did at his uh his final year at Oregon to me. Oh so, yeah. Yeah I got I got Las Vegas in a squeaker.
0: I think Justin Herbert pulls out a win in this one, actually. Vegas, Las Vegas, the Raiders' defense isn't all that outstanding. Um, and Justin Herbert has already shown he can go blow for blow with the quarterbacks. Like really? his, his arm talent is there. It's so, there. And he's got the weapons on offense and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen to go blow for blow with uh, Derek Carr. So I got, I'm going to take the Chargers in this one. Not by much, though. Another less than three-point victory for the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, we disagree. I'm going to go the other way. Say Las Vegas by three. Uh, It mainly depends on how Justin Herbert plays, in my opinion. If he plays like he's been playing, I think they can come out with the dub. I like it. So, this is probably the most interesting game. Second most interesting game for me. Miami at Arizona. Just for the simple fact, Tua is getting his Second start and he's playing against Kyler Murray. I'm, I'm picking Arizona to win, but I'm kind of I'm having reservations by on how much. What about you? Man, if Fitz was playing this game,
1: I might have Miami an upset on this one. But Tua, wow. not sure. Really, don't really have a uh, NFL that much NFL tape on him. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go Arizona. By by ten, I think Kyler squeaks it out. I think the Andrea uh, Hopkins scores gets at least eighty ninety
0: yards receiving, and yeah, I think Arizona pulls this one out oh yeah it's the I think this game is definitely more so going to be focused on the quarterback battle uh just sort of simple fact two is is a rookie, second start, and then Kyler Murray's clearly ascending uh he's easily in a top ten quarterback conversation. Which we'll get into here in a few moments. Uh, final game. New England. Oh, just to clarify, I got Arizona winning by, I say, a touchdown. Put okay. that on, relax. New England at the Jets. I think we'll be in agreement on this one. New England. Yeah, they'll, they'll
1: bounce back. You know, the Jets are a as quantity as you can get for, for a sports franchise, besides the New York Knicks both in the same city, but (laughs) yeah, I got New England by
0: at least uh, two touchdowns here. I wouldn't say two touchdowns just because of the simple fact that Cam hasn't looked great and that offense has looked horrid at times. Even with the Jets defense and team as a whole and Adam Gates not knowing what he's doing clearly. I don't have I want to see if Cam can actually be consistent. And be the Cam Newton that we once saw take a team 15-1 and go to the Super Bowl. That's what I want to see. But, nonetheless, it's going to be an easy cakewalk game. It's the Jets. New England England by a touchdown, at least. At least. Well, that's all the games for this week. Now, I I mentioned it to you before the show that the NFL put on their website the current top ten quarterbacks in the league i'm gonna just read you off the whole list all right and well matter of fact i'm gonna read you off the names and just stop me when you have a disagreement and who you would put in their place all right so number one they got russell wilson no disagreement there current mvp number two they got aaron Rodgers. rogers three is pat mahomes uh, interesting. Interesting. Number four is Ryan Tannehill. No, no, that that, that just no. Who would you put at number four instead of Tannehill? Because that's crazy. Um, I would put. Let's see. Tom. Tom's
1: been play, playing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it would would
0: definitely not be Ryan Tannehill. No, no, no. Uh, Jared no, I said Jared Allen. Good grief. That's the DN. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is number five. He's ranked okay. above Deshaun Watson. Tom Brady's at seven. Herbert's at eight. Big Ben's at nine and Derek Carr's at ten. Where's Kyler at? I was about to say, like, Kyler's not on this list. Even though Goff blew the blew that Miami game, he should still at least be in the top ten list. In my opinion. It, at bare minimum, number ten. Yeah, I don't know
1: about not having uh golf on there. That's tough. I mean, not golf. Uh, Kyler, excuse me. But uh, I think it's it's close with Justin Herbert. Maybe put him at ten or eleven. But uh, I wouldn't put him higher than
0: that. Who would take it? Who would take his place if you had if you had the choice? Who would take his place? Kyler Murray. Yeah, definitely Kyler. You got to put Kyler in there. He's been. They're five and two. He's been playing pretty well except for a couple games, but okay. I agree. Kyler Murray should definitely be on the list. I would also take um who is Deshaun Watson off of the list, just for the simple fact his team's not winning. Like he's he may be playing well, but part of the quarterback's job is getting the team to dub. No punches. I'm not holding any punches, so I gotta hold it against you, Deshaun. You got you're not gonna make the top ten currently on my list for this year interesting yeah we don't
1: have to dig- disagree with that one I'm gonna have to put Deshaun on there just cause he's the only thing that keeping this team from being like the Jets to me it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this,
0: this true they're only one game
1: cause I mean they're one in six but they're probably the they're definitely the best one in six team cause of yeah. Deshaun you know like, at least it'll
0: probably. be a competitive game with the Jets you know you just getting an easy dough yeah, as uh, Stephen A. Smith says, it's a bye week with the Jets. Every <laughs> play the Jets, it's a bye week. It really is a bye week. Uh, I, I, I know he's the only one pretty much holding that team, pretty much giving that team all he can. But part of the quarterback's job is to win the football game, is it not? And last time I checked, Kyler Murray and Jared Goff both have better records than Sean Watson. That's true as well. I mean. You could put him above him, but I don't know if I would take him all the way out the top
1: 10, you know, just squeak him out there. Because Ryan Tannehill, I mean, I guess you could put him, I would move him down to probably number 10, like not number four. That's way too high for me. Because yeah. without Derrick Henry, where is Ryan Tannehill? He's still playing like he is in Miami. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's too much love for Ryan. I mean, I'm sorry, Ryan, but. we
0: we'll give you props where. For- Props is due, but you ain't top five. Yeah, top five, no. Nah, Josh Allen is definitely top five, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I definitely take Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill would definitely be ten. I would move Derek Carr and Big Ben up at least one spot. So put Big Ben at eight, Derek Carr at nine, Tannehill at ten. Okay. Tom Brady is awfully low on this list. He's number seven. Yeah, I'll put him higher because he's over twenty touchdowns and.
1: Out of like four or five picks, or so he's not playing bad either. Well,
0: uh, Tom Brady, I would I, honestly, we're being honest. I think switching Tom Brady and Tannehill, actually, switching Tom Brady and Josh Allen would be fine in all honesty because, yeah. Yeah, like I said earlier, Josh Allen's in one of them little. Stinkers, slunk. yeah, in slumps, yeah. yeah, and they got Seattle this weekend. Whew. Good luck. You good luck look, wake gosh, up. You gotta wake up fast. <laughs> do they play? Se- no, they play Seattle this weekend.
1: Oh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they do. I think they do. Got Seattle. That's oh, gonna be a good game. You got Stephon Diggs going up against. Uh, you got Jamal Adams back there. I know he played safety, but you got um, DK and Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson, Russ. It's
0: going to be a good game. Interesting matchup, that's for sure. And yeah. you are right, they do play Seattle. Uh, who you got in that game? Because I completely missed that one on the list. Whoops. Who do you have that one? Seattle over Buffalo? Yeah, I got Seattle. Five touchdown. Russ MVP,
1: yeah. He's going to get it done. I don't trust Josh Allen as much. He's been playing better, but
0: I don't trust him as much as Russ to get the job done. As much as I hate to say it, I think this is going to be Buffalo. I think this is going to be Josh Allen's like, turnaround game. Mm. He did it a little bit in New England, but Seattle's defense is going to be the reason it's going to be a turnaround game. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are. Gonna light them up. Singletary's no joke as a running back either. So And then on top of that, Buffalo's defense ain't no slouch either. So Russ and them are gonna have their hands full. I don't know. Josh Norman, all you gotta do is stiff arm him and he gets thrown. He gets yeah. away. <laughs> Yo <laughs> Yo the level of disrespect.
1: Facts. All right, well that's another one we disagreeing on, but we're we gonna have to we're gonna see on Sunday.
0: We'll see on we'll Sunday. See. Buffalo I say Buffalo by field bro. All right, good. I guess I got Seattle by seven. Got yes, Seattle by seven. Man, yes, okay, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Just have to wait and see. Now, who? I need an early Super Bowl pick. You know how we do. Ooh. Put you on a spot. Off yeah. Quick, Super Bowl picks.
1: Uh, right now, I would have to say Seahawks. Man, this because I want to be biased and say Steelers, but. I have to see more consistency, so
0: I'm going to see Seahawks, Chiefs. Seahawks the you know what? Yeah, on the previous episode, I made that same pick, and I'm, I'm sticking with it Seattle and Kansas City. But if the- anyone can stop the Chiefs, I got Pittsburgh, though. Nah, I don't know about that. Y'all ain't going to have an answer for Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna have- don't feel bad. Nobody has a real answer for Pat Mahomes yet. So. Unless you're Bill Belichick, but yeah, the only answer for us
1: would be getting pressure on him. That'd be the only You would have to get consistent pressure on.
0: Him. And what you gonna start? What you gonna, what is the defense gonna do when he starts cur- like doing the little sidearm throws around defenders while they're rushing him? He's That's done why that.
1: it's so tough. I hate that he's in the AFC, man.
0: <laughs> That's why Tom Brady left. He was like, ah, like "No, like, nah, I'm not messing with this." Like he different. He's I don't want those problems. Exactly. No, honestly, Tampa Bay – if Tampa Bay makes it to the Super Bowl against Kansas City, it's going to be an absolute shootout, in my opinion. Because even though Tampa Bay's defense is going to be stout – oh, I'm Pat not talk about him, that. Pat don't, Pat don't care. You don't care about that. No. San Francisco's defense was supposed to be uh, stout. And look what happened. So, yeah, we'll – I got Seattle and Kansas City going, but Kansas City's not going to win the Super Bowl if it's those. If that's the matchup that happens, Take oh, Russell. you got Tampa Bay on that one? No, no, no. Seattle and uh, Kansas City. they in the oh, different. okay. That's my pick for sure. I'm sticking with that pick until Seattle or Kansas City proves uh, shows me otherwise. Yeah, I I got that that too. I got Seattle winning though. I don't know about he, you, back. I would have Kansas City winning that one. I think Russ gets his second ring. It's it's a perfect season for him. He finally gets his MVP recognition. They stop sleeping on him, and he gets a ring on top of that. And it's... It will be, but Pat Mahomes here to ruin them dreams, so... <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's true. Pat Mahomes don't care what your goals are. He's <laughs> just trying to get the win. Thanks. Oh, man. well We put in our picks. Uh, we put in our picks for this week, so we'll see how they turn out. I'm going to text Chad and get his picks. And I'll, I'll put them up on the page and see see what the people think. Well, we got a solid week coming up ahead of us in the NFL. All right. Before we get out of here, we're going to touch on the NBA a little bit. The restart is official. December 22nd. What are you most looking forward to seeing this upcoming NBA season? Man. Let me let me tell let me tell America this right now.
1: Trey Young, he gonna be top five in MVP voting. Whoa, top five. How oh. about how about he's taking Atlanta to the playoffs this year?
0: Big so time out. here first. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I wasn't ready for it. All right, so that's what you were looking forward to seeing this upcoming season season, Trey Young taking Atlanta. The Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. Okay, so we're just going to stick with the playoffs and you're going to you said they have to end up in the playoffs. Now, granted, they'll be in the East, so there can be some truth to that. But uh, if they make it to the playoffs, they won't get far. So I have to to disagree with you on that point. And then the second point I'm going to disagree with you on is MVP voter. Got LeBron. Let's go ahead and throw him out there. Got Giannis. Kawhi's going to be in the MVP conversation again. Jokic and Jamal Murray are going to be in talks early. Yeah, KD coming back. Who else am I missing? Luka Doncic, the guy that they were going to draft, but got Trey Young instead. Yep. He's easily going to be in MVP talks. Um, am I missing anybody? I hit Kawhi, LeBron, KD, Giannis. Anthony Davis is also going to be in that conversation as well. And you got people like James Harden and stuff like that. So it, it's, it'll be a tough race for him to, to even have his name in the ring, though. You sure about this, yeah. uh, I'm
1: sure. Man, you, Last 29-9 and nine last year? <laughs> Man. I mean, his team wasn't good, but they'd be better this year. I see them at least getting ac I'm gonna stick with that top five in MVP voting too. Oh, you bold! You heard it here.
0: Okay. You like podcasts? Oh. (laughs) Let's let's see. You ready for this? What's up? What I'm looking forward to seeing is the Suns, the Phoenix Suns taking that next step. Mm. Mmm. Deep book. I'm not gonna go as far as say he's gonna be MVP caliber, but they got a nice squad there in Phoenix. My personal take: I think they they somehow finessed their way to a seventh or eighth seed in the West. Granted, they were going to have to battle Dallas, Utah, and um, I'm I'm drawing a blank. Dallas, Utah, and Portland. Yeah, Portland and boys for those lower two spots. But I think they can do it if they show if they do what they did in the bubble. They'll and if Devin Booker stays healthy. They'll they'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, yeah. They got to play some defense now, but I mean, it's it's not far fetched. know, know, not. Well, so, we'll see. We'll yes, we'll see. It I Like you, you already know. Well, since we're on basketball, I'm a, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna cap. I've I been meaning to ask you this, because you're you're a basketball fanatic like I am. Steph and Clay are coming back. We touched on this on previous episodes. Steph and Clay are coming back. How much of an impact is Golden State going to have on not just the Western Conference, but the league as a whole in seeding? And can they mess up potential teams that have championship aspirations this season?
1: Man, let me tell you, these boys, along along with Draymond, they, they feel disrespected. They, like, people, they forgot about us. Like, I expect Golden State, especially with all the rest that they've had, Sure. Steph, he got a few games in at the end of the season. Clay might have to work his way back, but he's a shooter, so he'll figure it out. Sure. Dre back, he the leader of the defense. You got Andrew Wiggins, hopefully they assimilate him into the offense. All that together, Steve Kerr back there, you got the the young guys that played a lot last year that can form their bench and you know be a better bench. All that put together, and there's a real recipe for them to make some noise next year. So I'm really looking forward. That might, besides Trey Young, that's probably my second. What I'm looking forward most is the
0: Warriors and see how they, they uh, start the season off, especially. Right, I agree. It's definitely going to be interesting to see. I think Clay is going to come back fine. I give him since the season starts on December 22nd. They're doing 72 games, so I give him, I give him until like mid February for Clay to really get his legs under him. Get his, his game play legs under him. I think Steph will be fine. Of course, he's going to rust out the gate from not playing so long. Draymond will be fine. The more interesting piece I, I want to see is uh, Andrew Wiggins and how he fits with them three. Like, if he can... He has to be... Hands down, he has to be better than what he was in Minnesota. Like, no exceptions. He can't play like he did in Minnesota. I don't think he will, but let's hope he doesn't. So, let's just see how they do. I think Golden State can blow up. I don't think uh, they can blow up pretty much anybody's chances at a championship if everything is hitting like it's supposed to. So I agree. We're in agreement on there, but oh man, look at the time. All right, man. that is, this has been another episode of the Elite. Thanks, Ty, for coming through. You always welcome, brother. Yes, sir. Sir. Hopefully next time you're on, we can get into a little bit more NBA action. Cause my Spurs taking a chip this year. I'm just playing. Nope. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Relax. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, matter of fact, tell the people where they can find you at Ty. What's your handles on social media? Where they can find you at?
1: Oh uh, man, y'all need y'all need to follow me on Twitter. That's the big one where I try to try to get my voice out. Find me at a. Uh... At Tyreek underscore more. that's T-Y-R-I-Q-U-E underscore Moore, M-O-O-R-E. Follow me up, you know, at
0: me, whatever, whatever opinions y'all got. I'm always there. So let's get it. Get it. Yeah, well, you know, you can find me at Brother Moore on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find the podcast on Instagram at The Elite Pod. You can find us on Facebook at The Elite Sports Podcast like subscribe share tell your mama tell your daddy i I don't care tell everybody (laughs) we here we're live we're doing this thanks for listening we'll see you next episode